Have a few minutes? You won't believe what you can do with it. Open a Regions checking account online in as little as five minutes. Then enjoy award-winning service and banking tools and tech that help you live in the moment. Learn more at regions.com slash live in the moment. Regions Bank, member FDIC. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. Gwinnett Business Radio is presented by Regions Bank. Brave the beginning. Member FDIC. Greetings and salutations, everybody. This is your slightly annoying host, Stephen Julian, coming in abruptly to uh, introduce you to Gwinnett Business Radio by my side, my trust suit. Becoming my trusty co-host each and every week, it is Harper LaBelle. Harper, how are you? I'm doing well. How about you? You weren't here last week. We missed you. What could have possibly been more important than being here for a show? Well, I uh, don't say it very often in the show, but I do have a day job as an independent financial advisor. That's all compliance has allowed me to say on the air. And I had some uh, client stuff I had to take care of. Good for you. So I had to put food on the table so that I could then come and have what I really love doing. Which is doing hosting uh, Gwinnett Business Radio? Did with you have you. surf and turf that you put on the table? <laughs> well, the good stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, was... uh, well, there's more meatloaf and mashed potatoes. Mike yeah. offered us breadcrumbs and uh, stale water. Yeah, yeah. and then, and and kicks us out as soon as the show is over. Yeah, we gotta get out of here. Let's uh, let's get to the uh, the nitty gritty. Let's get to what everybody is here to listen to. Which unfortunately is not you and I. Actually, fortunately, is not you and I. Uh, it is our guest. We have Ken Thompson from Thompson Hypnotherapy. We also have Chip Smith from Performance Systems. So uh, we're going to welcome Ken Thompson to the studio. Ken, welcome to the show. And thank you, Stephen and Aunt Harper, for having me. I really, uh, it's a real pleasure to be here. Absolutely. So Thompson Hypnotherapy, I think you're involved with hypnotherapy. But tell us a little bit more about the business and exactly what you do. Well, Thompson Hypnotherapy, we're basically behavioral therapists. And what we do is to, to sum it up, we help people change what's work or keep what's working and change what's not working. So when it comes to habits, beliefs, behaviors, fears, phobias, the whole list of mental things that you have going on, a lot of times we find people have brought things up from their childhood, things that they've learned or over the years have come to believe, and it's been holding them back. So we help them move past that. I think uh, a lot of people listening, they heard hypnotherapy, and I think if we everybody if we polled everybody who's listened to this this interview and said what is hypnotherapy, we might get a different answer for every single person. I'm going to ask the expert, the person who's running the business, what is hypnotherapy? Well, hypnotherapy is behavioral therapy that uses hypnosis as a delivery method. Uh, do you have a peach? If you have a peach pass on your car, you get in the fast lane and get to your destination quicker. Okay. Hypnotherapy is the delivery method. It helps us get to the subconscious mind faster than going through the conscious mind. So what are some of the misconceptions that uh, people might have uh, about hypnotherapy or hypnosis? A lot of people think that this, uh, hypnosis is something somebody does to you. But what they don't realize is it's actually a nat- very natural activity for our minds. We all use hypnosis every day. Whenever you're daydreaming, you, you get lost in a good book, you miss your exit because you were thinking about something. That is your mind's natural hypnosis. And so it's, it's our bridge between our conscious and subconscious minds. So since we use it every day, it's just that it's under the radar. People don't realize that's what's going on. When, you, when you're sitting there daydreaming, you go, go, wow, I'm in hypnosis. And another time we use hypnosis is REM sleep. REM is the mind's natural hypnosis, solving problems and doing things while you're sleeping at night. What is... Um, it, it, how do you become a hypnotherapist? What is, what is some of the training or what are some of the certifications? 
you know, what, what are some of the things that you had to go through in order to get to this point? Well, I, to start off with, I actually was a client before I became a hypnotherapist. I used to weigh 255 pounds. My wife was a, was a size uh, 14. We went to a hypnotherapist after hearing about him for weight loss. And I'm down to 170 now, and my wife's a size 4. But we were so intrigued with what we were able to achieve, and it just so happens that the hypnotherapist we, we went to, he and his wife ran the Atlanta Center for Hypnosis Training. And so they said, would you like to do what you've accomplished? We both said yes. So then we started going through certifications. And, and how long have you been practicing? Uh, six years now. Wow, fantastic. Explain mm -hmm. the difference between psychology or psych what a psychologist would do compared to what you're doing. Is there a distinct differentiation for you to where you're reaching a different place? You're trying to get the same type of result. Hey, how can I help you be the best you you can be? And how are you, how are you distinctively unique to that? The, a lot of the talk therapy, all of, in fact, the talk therapy is really based on going, uh, focused on the, the conscious mind. You know, you're talking to your conscious mind, which is what we're using here today to have this conversation. The only uh, thing that hypnotherapy is, is better at is fast-tracking to your subconscious mind. The reason you want to do that is where are all your habits, beliefs, behaviors, and fears stored in your subconscious. Mm -hmm. So if you can direct your, your therapy directly to the source, then you can enact changes quicker than going through just talk therapy. Is there a, do you bring up trauma? I'm just using that as a word. Let's say I had a fear of spiders. Mm -hmm. There's no spider in the room, but if you mentioned spiders, uh, actually mine is edges. I, I had somebody dis distinctly tell me once, he goes, no, you mean you have a fear of falling? I go, no, I, or, or a fear of heights. I go, no, I have a fear of edges. When I stand over the edge of a building, I'm not afraid of being up high. It's that edge. It gets the the back of my neck, um, it, it, it sends chills down my spine, if you know what I mean. I don't know where that started, doesn't matter. I'm just saying you helped to find when that happened. And even though I'm not on the edge of any building right now, you helped to me to determine, wait a second, there's no trauma. You don't need to be afraid of that any longer. That's not a fear you should have. It, it, am I in any way close in the ballpark yeah, that, to what you're trying to do? A lot of people are dealing with, we call them phobias. Sure. And a phobia, a definition of a phobia is an ir irrational fear. It's, it's not rational to be afraid of the edge of something. You know, it's not a rational, it's irrational to be afraid of a spider, realistically. But we develop these fears and they're stored in the mind and become traumatic when we keep recalling them and re recalling the panic that goes with them. Mm -hmm. So through hypnotherapy, I don't really have to know exactly when or what it is. I just know that there, it's there, and it basically is a fear that's attached to a strong emotion. And it's that emotion and that fear together that's stored in the amygdala, the primal brain, and so it responds without thinking. It's just like a, if you saw something, you thought it was a snake, you jump. And so a therapist might want to unlock the trauma to, to affect change. You're trying to cause the, the subconscious, the mind, to kind of do it almost automatically through hypnotherapy. Is that an easy way to say it? That's, that's a good summation of it. Okay. Uh, the, uh, as, you're, as you store things in your mind, most, most memories that we have, we forget millions of memories. That's what my day. wife tells me all yeah. the time. Go ahead, sorry. And so as we forget these things, they just cycle in and go in th and store it in your, me your long-term memory up in the prefrontal cortex or the uh, neocortex. So when, with a trauma, 
it is stored in the amygdala and it stays there until the emotion is broken away from it. And that's what I help my clients do, break the emotion loose from the, the memory. Then the memory can be processed like any other memory and be just a memory with no emotions attached, no fear, no panic attacks or anything. And move forward from there when you uh, when we started the interview and you told everybody about what hypnotherapy is and what you do you gave a great list but you said it very quickly of people you know fears phobias and, and some of the other things so I'm gonna ask you to I'm gonna ask you to really dig down into that what are some of the specific reasons what are some of the specific things you've been able to help people with and people come to you uh, for help with uh, I, it ranges a wide spectrum of behaviors but I help people overcome insomnia, depression, sleep disorders, the trauma we talked about, fears, phobias, procrastination, uh, reduce effects of stress, worry, and anxiety. You know, that, that creates, and that creates a lot of, of problems that the people wind up seeing the doctors for, IBS, Crohn's disease, fibromyalgia, are all psychosomatic. They're, yeah. they're caused by the, the body's negative response to stress. The body can't absorb all of that pressure and it reacts by beating itself up in many respects, doesn't it? Well, and it does, and the, the responses we have to stress are learned. Hmm. We've seen other people respond to situations as a child, and we respond the same way. We get upset, worried, anxious, and so it's a learned behavior. We, uh, the baby isn't, have you ever seen a baby that's really stressed out? I mean, and, and worried and anxious <laughs> about the future? That's a great point. That's a great, so it, so it all stores up and, and that's what you're trying to, to break. Is there, I've been taught, and this could be incorrect, two natural fears that any animal, including humans, have. Fear of falling, fear of uh, fire, fear of, you know. But when you throw a baby up in the air, their first reaction when they fall is interesting because when they get caught and dad or mom is smiling, they realize, I'm safe. I was falling, I'm out of control, but now I'm safe. So that ah turns into a smile or a laugh because they know they're going to be okay every time you get bounced up into the air. And if it becomes a habit and parents do it all the time, then they don't even feel fear. There's a reward, of, yeah, more or less, yeah. and a good, a good connotation good. that you would have from that. And I imagine there are also numerous negatives, and that's part of what you're here to do, is to help correct or at least straighten out. Get back to, you know... If, Zero is no effect. A hundred is too much of an effect. You want to get somewhere back towards zero, right? That's your focus is to get people to where, no, you're, you're not in. You're not falling right now. You're there, but we want to get you to where you can be the best person you possibly can be. That's true. And when, one of the ways we do that is helping people to realize that there has to be a balance. Nature is all about a balance. Our bodies are about a balance. Too much of one thing or too little of one thing can be detrimental on either end. Hmm. So all of our emotions and fears and everything are there for a good reason. When they turn to be, to be in, impeding us or in hindering us is when we let that get to an extreme and, and it hijacks us, it, emotional hijacking. So I, I asked the question earlier that if we polled our listeners and say, what do you think hypnotherapy means? We get a bunch of different answers. I also think if we asked our listeners, okay, you're going to go see Ken Thompson from Thompson Hypnotherapy, what, what's it going to be like? They'd have all these different pictures that they would paint. So I'm going to give you the opportunity. If I were to come to Thompson Hypnotherapy, what, oh what, what, oh co boy. what yeah, could if I... If I were the receptionist, I'd tell you. Well, that's that, yeah, true. I'd yeah, say, Ken, a, yeah. get, watch out for this guy. Ken, go out the back door. I'll hold him off as long as I can. Um, what would be the experience? So someone who comes in, what can they expect, the, uh, especially that first time they walk in? 
when they first walk in, what I do is a complimentary consultation. And it's no cost or obligation. Uh, it takes about an hour, hour and a half. And basically, I'm going to be telling them or showing them what hypnosis and hypnotherapy is all about. It's because a lot of people, like you said, have misconceptions or don't understand what it is. I will be talking about that. And then I'll talk about all the things that are in our subconscious mind and, the, and all of the things that, that it can affect in our lives. And also, how you, uh, I'll show them how they can learn to relax and start viewing those things in a different, uh, different direction. So, uh, so a complimentary consultation, kind of try it before you buy it kind of thing, mm -hmm. which I think makes a lot of sense. Break down some of the walls, maybe some of the misconceptions they have from TV, movies, things like that. So the, I think the other big question people would have is, okay, Ken, how many times do I have to come see you? Which I know is a loaded question and very unfair, but how would you answer that? What, what, are, what are some of the things you're looking for? How can you tell? And, and do you try to present that up front or very quickly into the relationship so that somebody isn't thinking, well, I'm going to have to do this for the rest of my life? One of the things during the complimentary consultation, one of the reasons is for me also to get a background on what they're presenting, what they're coming to see me for. And there's certain things, knowing my knowledge of, of behavioral, uh, issues, I can look for certain key components in what they're telling me and find out how deep they are, how far back they go, just in general, just a general overview. One of the most important things is I find out what their definition of it is. You know, people, stress means different things to different people. So I want to be sure I'm on the same page with them and handling what they think is stress. Uh, so once I get that in line and I get an idea of how, we, how much they are uh, noticing they can recall these things and other aspects I see during the consultation, I'll come up with the number of sessions. Now, your business is located in Duluth. Um, it, I would imagine your scope of service is anyone who's willing to come to Duluth to meet with you, right? Uh, is And this isn't necessarily something that should be done over Zoom. This needs to be done in person. Am I correct on that? There's a lot better response yeah. and, and, and uh, results, uh, successful results in person. However, at sometimes, I, it is possible to do a Zoom session. I do it with people, generally the people that have been seeing me and already know how to relax themselves. And also, I can do Zoom sessions uh, in that situation. Sounds like there's a tremendous amount of teaching and explanation that goes on with this from what you've been taught. You, you, you explain what hypnotherapy is and everything that's about it, how it differentiates its, itself from other types of therapy. But I would also imagine... And there, the where the rubber meets the road is you would have specific information that you would share with Stephen or with me or with anybody else that comes to visit you. So there's a lot of one-on-one -on -one time. Here, Harper, is why you're a mess, and here, and and it's because of what you've told me or what you've revealed and things that you have expressed are issues in your life. I'm going to explain those to you and why. It, it has been a problem, and how we can overcome that. Am I correct in that analysis? That's correct. At all? A typical se uh, session with, with me is about is about an hour long. The first 45 minutes or so is the education. I'm a strong advocate of helping you understand why you're doing what you're you're doing. Let you understand you're not broken just because you do these things. Or you're not. There's nothing to be fixed. It's just some things may be too sensitive, or you're just not aware of another way of looking at it. So the education is a big percentage of my session. And then the last 15 minutes, I show you from what you, we have talked about, how to relax and how to incorporate some of those changes into your subconscious. 
So uh, this is my last question. I, I'm allowed in each show to ask one really stupid question, and I've got a string going. I haven't had one in a while, so I'm maybe you're this unde- is you're undefeated. From yeah, what so I've, been I've told. got the confidence to ask this in the first interview. For those people who are listening to this but are outside the metro Atlanta area, and, and maybe a Zoom call isn't the right thing to work with you. Do you have any words of advice uh, for somebody who kind of hears what you're saying and go, you know, I might want to go down that path. How to find a good hypnotherapist where they're at if they can't come to see you? Is there there any any obstacle or any uh, pitfalls they might want to avoid or or ways to look up their certification or just what kind of advice would you give? Well, there's two. We're certified. um, Certifications run through two other national and international organizations, the National Guild of Hypnotists and the American Council of of hypnotist examiners and they have a network all that's out there that will can indicate or show you who is a uh, maybe in your area that could possibly help you with it but the biggest thing is uh, for uh, finding a therapist that you can develop a rapport with that is the key component if there's no rapport I don't care how good you are you're not going to be able to achieve things because it's not going to be accepted yeah so so yeah, so find the right person, find the right relationship, and then make sure they're they're certified and have gotten the right training. So uh, Ken Thompson of Thompson Hypnotherapy, for those people who can come see you uh, and want to talk to you, what's the best way for them to uh, to reach you? Oh, on our website at Thompson Hypnotherapy, www.thompsonhypnotherapy.net, uh, we've got all our contact information. Um, I'm in partnership with my wife. She is also a certified clinical and medical hypnotherapist. And so all that information is on our website. Uh, our phone numbers, and how to reach us. So they can choose how to reach you through the website. I like it. Ken Thompson, Thompson Hypnotherapy, thank you very much for being here today. Thank you, Stephen and Harper. Harper, before we get to our next guest, who I'm going to have you introduce, uh, I'm going to remind everybody that Gwinnett Business Radio is brought to you by Regions Bank. We, we're here to help your business's financial future stay on track. Regions Commercial Banking has a team of experienced bankers in Gwinnett who can guide you in all areas of growth. Get the resources you need so every step can move you closer to your business goals. To learn more, visit regions.com forward slash commercial dash banking. Regions Bank, member FDIC. I was looking for a nod of approval from Mike because that's normal. Did you get it? Did you get the nod? Of course not. You know better. Yeah, see, that's what he gives me instead. We work in such a great work environment, but I'm glad you're here with me, and I'm glad uh, you you have a fantastic guest interview. You know, when I first knew that I would be on the air, one of the people that I wanted to have on initially is sitting across from us right now. Um, I played in the NFL for 11 years, and here's a guy that has worked with Hall of Famers. He's worked with all pro athletes. He's worked with guys that didn't make it. All kinds of different measurements of, of athletes. And Chip Smith, your job is to help guys get better, to improve and enhance them. And I wrote down for Stephen, you're an educator, you're a teacher. You're a motivational, not necessarily a speaker, but you help guys to really focus on what they need to do. Uh, you help with everything from diet, nutrition, strength training, speed and agility, all of the nine yards that would be a part of what that does. And it's my honor to introduce you and thank you to, uh, for being here on the show. Uh, Performance Systems is now your business. I knew you years ago from CES, com- uh, Competitive Edge Sports. There's been a change, um, but it, it's, it's a pleasure to have you on the air with us today. Well, thank you for having me. It's a, it's a great honor uh, to be here and, uh, and share my 
story. Chip, after that introduction, you might as well just drop the mic and leave. <laughs> I got nothing to say. I can't improve on that. Um, so uh, performance systems. Harper said you help people get better. Break that down a little bit more. Tell us about what exactly yeah, you do. So I'm a sports performance coach, and in my world, there's really three distinct people. You have personal trainers that are great at working in with the general masses. You've got strength conditioning coaches that work and manage teams, and then you have a sports performance coach like me. And uh, everything we do is measured on a stopwatch, a scale, a caliper, a vertex, and a bench. So i got to get results. Uh, so I have athletes that come from all over the world, uh, and I travel all over the world working with them to enhance performance. All right, so uh, talk a little bit. So Performance Systems is located here in the Gwinnett County area. What scale of athletes do you work with? Only the ones who are getting ready for the draft, or you work with all ages, all, all skill levels? Talk about that. Yeah, that's a great question. So uh, I started competitive edge sports back in uh, 1988. Uh, so I started doing speed development uh, uh, back during that time, and I worked with uh, mostly uh, collegiate and pro players. And then we started the high school division probably in – uh, mid-90s, uh, and I ended up giving that to my son, Tripp, and so he owns Hammersmith Sports. So we, uh, here in Gwinnett County, we've been for, I mean, I've been, this is my 35th year, uh, and mostly all in Gwinnett County. We started in, uh, we were in Alpharetta for a while, then Duluth, and then we moved to Norcross, uh, which we've been there almost 15 years. And so our, our facility is uh, in Norcross. We have a 35,000 square foot facility, not open to the public, uh, strictly sports performance. But Trip does the high school market. We partnered with uh, Buford High School about 17, 18 years ago. We partnered with, with uh, Parkview High School in their baseball program, and we actually go over there a couple of days a week and work with their kids. Of course, they're, they're perennial power in baseball across the country. So uh, we know that the system works uh, at a high level, but we've seen it work here in our own county. And I'm, I'm very proud of everything that uh, – and all the coaches here in Gwinnett County, we, I think we have the best coaches uh, in, the, in the country as I travel around and share what I do. How many state championships has Buford had in football? Just uh, 11. 11, yeah. You've been a part of almost every single one of those, Ten haven't of you? Yeah, isn't that amazing? Um, is there an age that's too early for a youngster or for a dad to go, you know, I really want to – I want specific training. Remember, in my day, Chip, it was bench, squats, power cleans, deadlifts. Now they're, they're, it's almost as if many high schools don't – have those as exercises they want to work on fast twitch muscle fiber and all that what, what's your you know, for example dr andrews james andrews who's really the tommy john guy today that sure. anyone would go to he says you better not throw a curveball until you're you're at least 16 maybe 17 years old you got to develop first do you have any development stage in a young athlete's life where yeah. you think now's time for you to start yeah. working on your speed yeah that's a great question uh, i actually studied i did my graduate work in russia so i studied speed development in pre and post pubescent training in 1987 in moscow the soviet sport institute the russians started in eastern bloc countries started kids working out at a very young age of course we were told during that time that we didn't do that because we would stunt the growth uh, growth plates of pifial seal in the long bone and stunt growth if we started lifting weights at a young age I didn't really believe that, but that's what I taught, what I was taught in school. So when I got back, I developed my system. My system now is a national system called the MORE. It's an acronym for Movement, Overspeed, Resistance, and Reaction. I have a national certification where I certify coaches from around the country, and I've actually taken that, uh, taken that national certification and written into a master's program. So I'm the only performance coach in the U.S. that has a master's program in human performance uh, in my system. But to answer your question, we tell, we tell parents, number one, 
we want kids to have fun, play multiple sports. Um, eight, nine years old, a lot, of, a lot of kids need to learn their body. They, they need to learn how to move. Uh, you know, I'm asked all the time what's more important, speed or strength. Well, I would say absolutely speed because I can take a group of kids that, that if they can run, I can, you know, they can't catch me, they can't block me, they can't tackle me. Uh, so at, at a young age, I would do movement-specific things for kids uh, to get them moved. Soccer is a great sport a great sport for young kids to mm. play because of the change of direction, acceleration, deceleration. Uh, but weight training, we do body weight uh, for young kids, push-ups, dips, sit-ups, chins, things that they can do, N never more than 50% of their body weight, uh, high rep, 10 to 12, 10 to 15 rep range for little kids. Uh, but yes, we start kids, we teach them the proper technique at a young age. And again, like I said, Tripp is probably one of the best coaches in the world. I spent two years in China. Uh, overseeing 14 their Olympic teams. Uh, I had 20 Olympic gold medalists, 10 silver, and 2 bronze uh, that I trained. He also was there with me for two years. Uh, so he incorporates uh, my system into what we do here in Gwinnett for local kids. So at an early age, you can help or at least know somebody that can, especially with yeah. Tripp's uh, high school uh, wherewithal. Right. Uh, but at the highest end of that, the National Football League, uh, you've got a very unique position right now. Talk a little bit about where you are with the NFL. Yeah, that's a great, uh, great uh, question. Uh, three years ago, I got approached by the league uh, about a concept that they had uh, right before COVID. They were looking for the possibility of having a uh, like a feeder system, and so a guy named Dean Dalton, who had been a coach with uh, the Vikings, and Mike Tice, who had been a, a head coach with the, with the uh, Vikings. Uh, I knew both of those guys from being, you know, running pro days and, and working with NFL players over the years. And so they approached me. They said, hey, coach, you know, you've, I've trained over 3,000 NFL players. Uh, we have this concept. We'd like to, we, we'd like to uh, hire you to come to Canton, Ohio, to the Pro Football Hall of Fame and oversee this program in speed and strength. What we want to do is at the end of every preseason, we will identify the top players that we think can play, but – uh, we, you know, they get released because of numbers. They get caught up in the numbers. We don't want them going to South Georgia, training at a local high school and having no skills. So what we want to do is we'll identify them, we'll bring them to Kent, to the Hall of Fame. We'll house them. You'll do all the speed work, all the strength work. We'll have uh, skills coaches, Anthony Munoz is in the hall, Mike's, Mike Tice, mm -hmm. uh, Jay Hayes, uh, Mo Williams. All these guys were ex-NFL players or coaches. We'll oversee that. Every day we film what we do the previous day. We put that on a private portal, so every morning all 32 teams go on and they watch guys work. So especially during COVID, two years ago, uh, we were all in a bubble. And so what they did is every day they would go on and watch video, and then they'd say, okay, well, we like this guy Chip Smith, let's bring him in for a workout. Well, they brought him in, and then they ended up signing him. So the first year we had 25 players that were signed to the 53-man roster. Uh, last year we had 24. Um, so it's worked exactly like they had hoped. In fact, we just signed a contract to, to, uh, to take over the training for all the XFL players, which is the Rock's new league. Um, and so we're going to be doing that starting in September, which is a pretty cool concept. So let me, let me bring it back down here to Gwinnett County, yeah. which is where your heart is, yeah. and, and you've been here a long time. So for performance systems, you've talked about some of the teams you work with. Um, how, would, how would a team or an, let me let me start with individual. How would an individual parent with a child? How would they engage? They just they just sign up. You do a 
you do a complimentary, let's come in and test them. Let me tell you what we can and can't do. They're not ready. They, you, you need to go do this before you come back. Talk through that first. Yeah, step. absolutely. So one of the things that Tripp does, uh, and you can reach us at uh, hammersmithsports.com uh, on his website uh, and schedule an appointment. But what he'll do is he'll do a free assessment on your child. You'll bring them in. We'll do testing and evaluation to see where they're at. Uh, again, that gives us a roadmap to figure out where what we need to do to make your child better. Uh, and then we'll do personal training for them when I say personal just one-on-one until they're ready to go into a group where they feel comfortable they know the proper technique and again that translates to the to when they get into high school I mean here in in the county we have coaches at different schools they know that if a young kids come through the system when they come into the weight room and they can do a, a, a proper power clean then they know that they've been taught well and so you know for us you know I mean you come in the facility and you'll see you'll see uh, you know, you'll see the head coach at Alabama, you'll see Kirby Smart, you'll see all these guys that come through because Gwinnett County last year alone, this is, this blows my mind. I argued in Canton last year with all the players of how great our football was in our state, but more importantly in, in Gwinnett County, last year alone we had 613 high schools or kids from Gwinnett County that were on high school, I mean on college rosters. Think about that. I mean, we're the SEC of high school sports, especially in Georgia, and, and I, I think the Southeast. So, you know, we're very proud of, of our county and, and what we've been able to accomplish. And so we do that. We identify talent young, and then we, we help them get to the next level. When I met you, Chip, I'm going to tell a real quick story. We were at a grocery store. Story time. with Real time. Real quick. I'm going around from aisle three to aisle two. I got my head down, I'm and I, I got to go get the bagels, whatever it is. And I'm rounding the corner, and this one voice says, you need to be an old cagey veteran to be wearing a dirty old sweat top like that. And I stopped in my tracks, and I said, you, and I didn't look at him. I said, you need to be someone who can recognize a cagey old veteran with a dirty old sweat top to be able to, to make that call. I said, I'm Harper LaBelle. He goes, I'm Chip Smith. I said, wait a second, are you the Chip Smith? And he says, well, that depends <laughs> on who you're looking for. What, which Chip Smith are you looking for? And I, like I'm doing right now, my finger up in the air and I'm pointing, even though they're bent, the other fingers, I'm going right at him. I go, here's, my, here's the Chip Smith that I know. You take a linebacker from any University USA, and he runs a 4.940, and he can bench two and a quarter 17 times. And he comes and he sees you. And he spends two months with you. He goes to the combine and he runs a four six nine forty and he benches two and a quarter twenty-six times. And he goes from maybe not being drafted or a un, he could have been a free agent, a fifth, sixth rounder, and you have got him drafted in the second round and you've literally made that young man a millionaire is that the chip smith that i'm talking to have you ever done that and he says many a time talk about what you do and how you do that well that's i'm humbled that you remember that story <laughs> well i was there for it so you know that's a great story uh, yeah. well, all it was missing was some background music go ahead chip. so I'll, I'll tell you again everybody wants to talk about first round draft picks and i had 20 plus years of multiple first round draft picks but first round or first round with you trying him, I trained him, my mama's trained him. You can only screw those guys up. I had Champ Bailey. They said, what'd you do with Champ? I said, I pointed at the field and said, go play. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> come on. Yeah. That's, that's God given. He can thank his mom, his dad, his grandparents, his PE teacher in elementary school, his high school coaches, his college coaches. Again, he's, a, he's this diamond. 
and and that's God-given talent. I've got the right polish that I can polish that diamond that when I tilt it to the sun, it sparkles. I know how to do that. But I'll tell you the the best story in in my 35 years and 3,000 players I've trained for the NFL. Seven years ago, I got a call from a father that said, Coach Smith, I, uh, you've been identified as the top guy to train my son. I said, well, tell me about your son. He said, my son's 6'4", 285, plays guard. I said, he's a little undersized, but I'm known in the NFL for weight-to-speed ratio. I can get him faster and bigger. I said, where does he play? He said, well, that's the problem. I said, what do you mean the problem? He said, well, he plays at Hobart College. I said, where? He said, Hobart College. I said, is that an NAI school? He said, no, sir. I said, is it a Division II school? He said, no, sir. It's a D3 school. And I said this to him. I said, sir, I don't mean any disrespect to you or your son, but down here in Gwinnett County, where I'm from, we have single-A high schools that can beat most D3 programs. <laughs> and that's a fact. And I said, so I've never had a D3 player. He didn't have an agent at the time. And so I said, but I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll make some calls to some NFL uh, uh, personnel that I know. So I called some guys in front office. I said, tell me about this kid. They said, well, Coach, he's, he's got a chance he may get in camp, but he's probably going to get drafted. I said, all right. So I called the father back. And I said, here's the deal. Uh, the last D3 player was drafted in 1991, was drafted in the seventh round. I said, I'll take your son, but I want to manage un- unrealistic expectations. He said, done deal. I'll pay for his training. So I said, fine. So he shows up in December. He gets here. He weighs 285. He, he benches 13 reps at 225, which was pathetic. Yeah. He ran a 5140, which was good for a big guy. So fast forward the week before the NFL Combine, he comes in my office. He says, Coach, uh, I got invited to Indy. I said, no, you got invited to a regional Combine. He said, no, I got invited to Indianapolis. I said, bring it in. So he brings it in. So sure enough, this kid got invited to Indy. There's 52 Power 5 players at Indianapolis. He's the only non-Division 1 player there. He shows up. He gets on the scales. He goes from 285 to 315. He goes from 13 reps to 31. He goes from a 5140 to a 48740. His name is Ali Marpet, Marpet yep. and he got drafted in the second round. Yep. The highest D3 player ever drafted in the history of the National Football League. No draft grade, not a nothing. Second round. Now listen to this. He played seven years. He retired this year. He played in the Super Bowl, got a Super Bowl ring. Yep. He was the highest paid offensive guard in the National Football League. Yeah. As soon as you from, said from, Hobart, I said, from, yep, from I know a, exactly what you're talking about. a guy that had no draft grade yep. at all. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> when he gets a hold, thanks, Dad, for making that call. And thanks, yeah. Coach Smith, for for getting him on that journey. To and he did the work clearly. Oh, absolutely. And I, I don't take credit. I say this all the time. I don't take credit when guys do good, and I don't take credit when they do bad. You asked me once to help work with you, and you you, you said um, there's a guy that wants to learn how to long snap, and you asked me to be honest with you. I, it, does he have it? And I watched him snap for a little while, and and I said, as honest as I can be, I don't think he would ever develop to the point where he would get there what's it like for you because you have to measure the intangible in somebody's heart knowing that you know what maybe this kid doesn't want to play that much anymore how do you how do you deal with that man that's that's a great question so uh in my world there's there's a term called uh, evidence-based and evidence-based means that everything in the medical community is 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 documented what what you do we're results-based stopwatch a scale vertex a bench we can measure all that you got to scale it right yeah you, you got to scale it. everyone's but, being but, compared but here, here's what i say i can reach in that bag and i can pull out a stopwatch to measure your 40 i can reach in that bag and i can pull out a vertex to measure your vertical i can reach in that bag and pull out a bench to measure your 225 but until i can reach in that bag and pull out something that can measure this your heart i will never after ali marpit i will never tell another kid he can't play right mm. All right, we need to end on that. I, I was going to end on the story, but then Harper asked an even better question, and, and so I, I think we need to end on that, except to say if you're a coach 
who wants to improve the performance of your overall team, if you're a parent who's looking to get an honest evaluation of where your child is and how they can improve, uh, Chip Smith, what is the best way for them to get in touch with either you or your son and what you guys are doing? Well, you can you can get in touch with me through Trip uh, at HammersmithSports.com. Uh, I'm on social media, uh, Coach Chip Smith, uh, on Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Uh, please feel free to reach out, uh, and we're right here in Norcross. I love it. Chip Smith uh, from Performance Systems, uh, HammersmithSports.com. Thank you so much for being here today. I very much appreciate it. Harper, before I wrap up the show, I want to remind everybody that Gwinnett Business Radio does come to you live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios. Love is what makes a Subaru a Subaru. You can enjoy big savings and a hassle-free experience at Subaru of Gwinnett, where people sell cars. Visit SubaruofGwinnett.com and join their family today or come in and see the difference. If you're already a Subaruist, then check out their Facebook page for the latest news, offers, and community events. Harper, I have a quick question for you before we wrap up. I can't guarantee I'll have the right answer, I think but I'll will. answer something. Last week during this, during the uh, the the whaling period and the mourning period, because I wasn't here, is what you kind of painted the picture of. Did you do the read live reads, or did Mike do? Oh that? heavens, no, no. Mike said F D I C. He did it. He did it as good as anybody can do it out there. Dang it! All right. Well, you know, I, we've we've done this now. If you, I think I think next week maybe. You want me to do a read? I'm going to tease everybody. Next uh, next Gwinnett Business Radio show, I think Harper I think Mike LaBelle wants will be you doing the, and, the you and he to be doing I know what Mike show. wants is for me to end the show. See, when he hosts, he can just end it whenever he wants. He hates when I tack on an extra minute, so he can't stand it. It drives him nuts, and I am loving the fact that he produces the show. Thank you, Mike, for producing. Harper, thank you so much for co-hosting. I want to remind everybody that you can catch this show and all of our Business Radio X shows on businessradiox.com or also uh, you can search Gwinnett Business Radio on your favorite social media. It's actually at Gwinnett Radio X on social media. You can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Podchaser, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, Deezer. See, he hates that I list all those. It's driving him nuts. Anyway, for Harper LaBelle and for Mike Salmon, our producer, this is your slightly annoying host, Stephen Julian, saying we'll catch you next time on Gwinnett Business Radio.